0: Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to another episode of Doom Time. Today I have a member of the War Thunder Julian community, or at least that is where I have met this particular individual and uh, we've been on the line for quite a bit now trying to get this conversation to get started and hopefully this is just one of the many people that I want to speak to because Vaktar you are literally one of the OGs in the Julian community as far as I remember. So my first question to you is just can you give us a brief introduction to who you are and where you are right now in life. Hello. Uh, it's difficult to say. Uh, I don't know
1: where to start, but I guess I think I can say that I'm from Czech Republic. And uh, uh, I was interested in the aircraft and in the military in overall. So I started playing playing War Thunder. And during... during playing the game, I've also joined the military to be the military pilot uh, and study on the university. Wow. But uh, I figured out that uh, the military life is not for me. So <laughs> <laughs> I stayed with the War Thunder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I started start the, the drilling. Uh, I remember, I think it was Baron who mm-hmm. got me in, into this. Uh, into dueling community discord and stuff like that. So we start practicing in the custom battles and stuff like that.
0: So you're how old now? Uh, 25. 25, so you, okay, one 1997? Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna be turning 26 this year, same same year as me. Um, That's what I find the most intriguing is how many people, you know, within that 20 to 26 years of, of age, were playing Warframe at that time, and in fact, your story with with the army, wanting to be a a, a pilot, um, I think a lot of people will be able to relate to that. I know quite a few that that followed the same the same uh, the sort of plan. What was it that made you change your mind, and where are you trying to direct your life now?
1: Uh, uh, I i uh, I'm studied, or I studied the information technology. Technology, so mm-hmm. I'm basically pro- programmer, uh, and um, the my lifestyle was not completely uh, compatible with the military lifestyle. So, and also I had a girlfriend, and my priorities were some somewhere else than in the military at mm-hmm. that at that moment. So, yeah, uh, uh, I was uh, at the time I thought that it's bad idea to leave the military because I had pretty good chance to be the military pilot and fly with the Garibans when uh, I would finish the school, but uh, I take uh, what uh, I studied mm. and uh, I'm doing it well, so I think my life is much better than comparable to uh, when I uh, would stay in the military, so yeah, I would fly with the aircraft, but yeah, you can make pilot-to-pilot pilot license and you can fly in your free time, so yeah. it doesn't matter.
0: So you, you sort of weighed out the pros and cons and, and figured out that it probably wasn't good in the long run. Yeah. Um, uh, when did you make this decision? How how recent was this? Oh, uh, again? Uh, when when did this happen, the choice to, to leave the military? Like one, oh. two years back?
1: Mm, uh, three years back, yeah. <laughs> I was 21, 22, something like that. <laughs> I don't remember, it's too, it's, it's too long ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, life flies like that, very, very quick. Um, but yeah, I was I asked because I was in a very similar position, obviously, being in a different career and realizing that in the long run, um, it wasn't going to compute. Um, maybe a bit more of a private question, you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but how much did the situationship with your girlfriend i don't know if she's still your girlfriend or if she's an ex but how much did her presence and her involvement in your life in fact change your decision like i would because in my case you know it was also i was dating a woman and and sort of the idea of a life or a family sort of uh, orientation where it's you and a partner and you have to to build something um but that lifestyle that you're living might be detrimental to Yourself and both actually.
1: The <laughs> the funny part about it all is that uh, we b- broke up <laughs> two, I think, one month month or two month months ago after I left the military. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is a it's you know I, I don't like going to these topics on Time because I've got I've got a whole whole the plan of things to talk about, but um, that's happened to me twice and i think it's got to do with women's sort of inherent role in you know trying to secure a person that knows like women love a guy who's confident right and they love a guy who knows what he's doing they love sort of joining your life and and enjoying not necessarily the spoils but they want to know that the path you're on you know you know exactly what you're doing it's like if i sit in your car we're driving somewhere i would love to know that you're Perfectly aware of where you're going, right? and What the speed limit is, and and I think when men, when we go to these changes, where we're like, wait a minute, I've been walking down this path for a bit. I don't think it's the right path. I have to go, you know, trek all the way back, you know, back to the intersection, make a switch, choose something else, and 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 beeline it. And for a lot of women, that is, um, that's an escape route, or or maybe a maybe a red flag on you, you know. And it's 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 a bit of a painful, but just. I don't know if that that relates to you but but that's something that I've picked up over the years as a bit of a bit of a cause. Yeah, but um, uh as you told
1: uh like uh, when the or how the uh, women uh likes or loves the guys which are very self-confident but everything uh or every guy who looks self-confident or is self-confident it's all based on the previous experience which he, which the guy uh, gained during his life so
0: yeah yeah that's why they tend to prefer all the people because they've they've gone through more of it and sort of built a bit of that charisma and thick skin and they're a bit, a bit more mature um, I'm going to jump to a completely different topic because I, we both just finished watching Formula One, and um, <laughs> I think we both agree it was an extremely boring race. Um, for those who are who are listening to this, this was um, this was Spain. So Max Verstappen winning out again, completely dominating, leading from lap one, like I, don't know, I think it was like twenty second gap to Lewis Hamilton who was second. Um, when did you start watching Formula One? And is there a relationship between the planes, you know, the freedom of going very fast and, and the idea, the concept behind Formula One?
1: I totally knew that uh, we will start talking about this, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it was a boring race because I'm Mercedes fan. So <laughs> okay. uh, I was, uh, I was uh, very happy to see Mercedes mm-hmm. getting double. Uh, and it was like, mm, or in this situation where the Mercedes is not going well with their aerodynamics and uh, setups of the of the car. So yeah, I, w- I was very happy. And yeah, the there was there were a lot of good fights in the in the in the Spain. But uh, regarding uh, these. Uh, Planes and formulas and fast cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that you can compare it, uh, or you can compare the speed and the the need of paying attention and uh, your uh, ma- making your reactions faster. That's pretty uh, the same in the Vortander or DCS or in the Formula. So uh, mm-hmm. I've got uh, into Formula. I guess it, it will be three years uh for uh for in some months and it was like i think it was during COVID because mm-hmm. uh there there was nothing to do like you yeah. are in quarantine and uh so me and my best friend we had nothing to do <laughs> we had no, totally nothing to do so uh, uh and i got the i got the playstation uh so we were checking the games which uh which could uh, play together, mm-hmm. and there, there were uh, F1 2019, I guess, or 2020, something like that. So uh, and uh, we we bought it, and that's where the f- f- funny part uh, part starts because <laughs> in one week uh, I've ordered the the wheel, the the base, the seat, <laughs> and. <laughs> And uh, we were, we start practicing, and we got into the in our local esports. So yeah, that's how how I got into into
0: the one. So you really just you did the thing that I did with War which is where you you give it a try, and then you just yeah I'm doing this. You can just buy everything you can. Um, but its formula is really one of those sports that I think a lot of people don't fully understand. They might think it's not very challenging, but you see the guys doing the practice sessions, and they're Um, You know, when they do their their neck exercises and all the G-forces they have to pull, not to mention Mm. the actual crashes, uh, it does... It it almost makes me feel like it would be easier to fly a plane than it is to to drive a Formula 1 car.
1: I guess uh, everything has its pros and cons. Mm -hmm. Like uh, in the Formula, you are still on the ground, so there are much many... Uh, variables in the airplanes uh, mm-hmm. which you need to count, like your height and uh, the the air and every, everything around you, and in the formula you are just looking on what's in front of you and what's behind you and what's your time. So that's basically it's it's basically easier to drive the formula than fly the plane, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the adrenaline and the speed it's it's the same and i i think the the adrenaline there's more adrenaline in the F, uh, f1 F than in the airplanes or mm-hmm. dcs or vert or duals in under or i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah i i do do think it's it's formula is a lot more um more things are happening in a shorter period of time right you know with planes it's I mean, even if you look at the, the way we used to play air battles, right? It's, you know, boring takeoff, sight climbing, and then a little bit of action, and then go back to base, and then go find the Isle 28 from Helmet Potato flying up there in, in, in the universe. So <laughs> there's definitely <laughs> definitely more excitement, yeah, for Formula One. Um, speaking of duels, you obviously started playing the game, I would assume, at the very beginning, maybe what, 2016? No, actually, what am I saying? Ah. Twenty sixteen was 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 way later. Twenty twelve was the release of the game, and then twenty thirteen that it came out as alpha or beta. I don't want to miss the the, the numbers, but
1: I know I've uh, I've seen that. Uh, I guess on the website, over there on my mm-hmm. profile, or somewhere in the game. I don't know, but uh, I I started the game. I started started playing the game in twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, 2013 was I think I started the same year so obviously there was no tanks back then we <coughs> we could only play it wasn't even air battles right it was it was not realistic it was historical battles and that kind of yeah. I think that maybe that deterred some people from playing would you think like because it was called historical and then people were oh this is going to be boring because coming from arcade you'd think historical is going to be like you know very strict and, and like a recreation of all the battles and Kind of wasn't the case.
1: Yeah, I I started uh, with playing the arcade, and when I saw the other game modes, the history, and I've I've tried it, and it was like, who the fuck uh, wants to fly that that long time? Yeah. And when you die, you can you can go again and fly a long time and do nothing basically. But after I don't know one year, two years of playing the arcades, uh, I've I've tried it uh, again. The I, I think it was already uh, renamed to realistic at the time, and yeah, I've killed some guys. I don't 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 say it was five six or something like that, but it was I guess three or four, and I was very happy for mm-hmm. them, and that was the moment I started playing the realistic only.
0: Yeah, when you realize the. That you know, getting to five kills on a regular basis and carrying the team is probably becoming... I th- I think is a challenge for us, you know, it's like... Because when I think about it, I, I did okay until I was, you know, so good that you really didn't have bad games, and then you move to realistic or historical, and then you you do it that I even had a jump into... You, you ever fly sims? You ever go into the sim battles?
1: Yeah, yeah, um, but... Um it's boring.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I will say it's boring. Oh, or in War Thunder it's boring. It's mm. in my opinion, it's the way how the simulator works in War Thunder is very bad. Uh, the the machines or vehicles uh, repairs are insane, and uh, even the outcome of. No, mm-hmm. uh, of the battle when you do something good in the battle is is not uh, worth it. So,
0: yeah, unfortunately, that's. I mean, we could we could say that about other aspects of the game as well. And the rewards are a bit of a bit of a hassle. I haven't um I haven't made a video on this. Obviously, you're you're probably more. Um, actually, I completely forgot a question. That that's the most basic question I should ask. And that is. Do you still play War Thunder and why? This should have been question number one, but playing out with different ones. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I'm still playing, but oh. not uh, uh, not very often. Like I start, I will play War Thunder like one to two times per month.
0: Mm-hmm. So just just to get a bit of that old feeling back, maybe try to rekindle the excitement.
1: It's maybe a matter of new new added things. Like I, uh, I'm going to check what's added uh, in the last uh, latest update and mm-hmm. uh, uh, search it and try it, and then, <laughs> then I will decide that uh, I can take one more month uh, break again <laughs> as I'm as I'm upset uh, from the game. So yeah,
0: because there was recently there was a lot of drama regarding. I don't actually know what, because I don't I don't follow, but I know that Steam reviews and bombing and, and all these things were, were were going on in the community. And um, how do you feel about this? Obviously, you know you you've been playing the game for so long. Uh, it's been what you know ten years now since since both of us started and more or less quit. Do you? How would you describe the you know, I spoke to Sligvy like about this, about the anger I think that we start to feel because you're you're passionate about a thing and, and you're you're seeing the game go into a direction that perhaps you're not a big fan of and you you try to correct it, you try to change the course and uh, nobody listens. How do you how did you deal with that? Did you you know, did you guys go and like vent on, on TeamSpeak or Discord? Did, you know, what was the what was the approach that you took?
1: Uh uh, I, uh, I knew there was a Discord. Uh, the, the guys who started this, or I don't know how to say, event or mm-hmm. boycott or something like that, uh, had Discord. And it all started in Reddit. So And the Reddit community is big. Like, it's very big. So, uh, it... Uh... uh get into people very quickly so mm-hmm. it was like uh Gaijin announced uh, the new economy changes and in a few days there there was a community of 20,000 people <laughs> uh review bombing the uh, the game on the steam so yeah. you know, it was it was very quick and i totally ag- agreed to with the uh, uh with the community because uh the Behavior of the uh, developers. I don't say it was by the developers, by mm-hmm. the management of Gaijin. Yes, is, is insane because uh, the way how they were taking money from people and how the game need uh, makes you pay more and more is
0: insane. Hmm. I think that's actually quite quite a, a good way to to segue to the next next bit because i think a lot of hatred is always focused on the developer and developer is just i didn't understand this before i actually had a proper job but once i had a proper job even though it was in a kitchen it was the same i I realized it was the same thing where you know if you're just a cook and your management tells you to do something a certain way and you do it it doesn't make you a bad cook because of the result that comes out, you know, it's the management's fault. And with Warthunder, I think, is the same problem where the developers are the cooks, you know, they know how to do it, they know how to pre- prepare the food, but they're not necessarily given the right instructions. So the result that comes out, and then the, the hatred that is focused on, you know, the person that didn't really create the problem in the first place, and, and I think that's the loop that Warthunder is caught in, where, you know, they're hating the developer, for just cooking up something that was told by the management, that has to happen. What do you think?
1: Uh, yeah. As uh, as I'm the developer too, then I know uh, uh, how it works when the management uh, or there's some deadline for some task and the task needs to be done, mm-hmm. and the uh, the way how it will be done. Uh, you can scream about it you can be angry you can be upset but you will do nothing about it as a developer Mm -hmm. so yeah but I I think that uh, most of the people realize that it's not the developer's fault that uh, exactly in the situation where the gaijin is uh, it's definitely uh, in the management so yeah, it's, it's like maybe they have some economy, I don't know, problems or something like that and need to cash grab money from players. I don't know, but that's uh, all what's happening with the War Thunder is thanks to the management and business mm-hmm. department of Coaching, so...
0: I mean, I think I heard somewhere or I read it. I, I don't know if it's 100% correct from my head, but was it like 80% of players don't pay for the game? Something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that's what Gajin, uh, Gajin said. But... Try,
0: they tried to use that as an argument, right?
1: Yeah, but uh, it's it's faulty argument because when uh, you will log in into World Thunder and get into battle. You will see that almost wallaby is filled by with uh premium players like you will get into battle yes. example uh on uh some top tier brs and what you will see will be a list of premium players in the battle so yeah but they will they say that 80 percent of
0: players don't pay nothing so <laughs> Now, I'm sure the statistics is correct, but that's, you know, maybe they're taking statistics of all the players who have ever registered how many have spent money. Obviously, most of them haven't. They'll log in, play 10 matches of Arcade and realize, this ain't for me, dog, and they're out, right? Um, it's, I think they've always had faulty arguments, though. You know, most of the conversations yep. I've ever had with developer, sorry, the, the, the moderators or the management team directly, it was always very faulty. It felt like, you know, they were telling you why something can't be done without really telling you why it can't be done. It was almost like, you know, just move on, just change the topic, you know, that's what it felt like. Just, just change the topic and let's go talk about something else that we didn't screw up, uh, presumably. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you've now started taking your life in a, in a completely different direction, and I think you're going to, if you haven't yet, start reflecting this mostly through War Thunder Two, you know, 'cause you've you've started taking steps away from the game and you've 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 obviously made changes to going from the army to focusing on um on being a developer yourself. Um how do you see yourself, like in like five, ten years time, is there a particular vision you have that you want to go take, some some, you know, very uh, clear path, or is it something that you're sort of leaving for the next couple of months or a year to to clear up like do you have a very specific goal in mind or are they are you leaving it to chance to to faith almost yes i have i have a specific goal in mind mm-hmm. uh, uh
1: it's not uh scheduled f- you know, for months but it's for years like i want to finish studying at the university mm-hmm and then I want to go abroad and start work there. for example, USA or West Europe or mm-hmm. something like that and uh, gain some experience, uh, make some money and then start IT company in uh, my country. So that's uh, my plan for next
0: few years. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful man. I wish you all the best of luck with that. I'm sure you can you can manage to to kill that off in in even a shorter period of time
1: thank you thank you
0: um i've actually completely forgotten what i was going to ask you next but when it comes to the topic of warthman specifically obviously it's a video game um for a lot of us it wasn't just an escape i think it was a coping mechanism i'm sure that there were days that you had you know a bad day or a bad week and, and the game offered you um, happiness, it offered you company. You you met a lot of friends through it. Obviously, through the big picture, you'd say that War Thunder in your life was a positive experience. But I want to ask you about the sort of deeper part, and that would be the gaming addiction. Obviously, this is something that we don't talk about very much. Most of us, if you asked us back when we still played, we were spending, you know hours upon hours every week playing, every day playing. Um how do you view it now? Do you do you see it as a problem or would you brush it off and just say it's just part of being part of being a guy playing video games? How do you how do you view that? Uh it's difficult to
1: answer. Uh because uh yeah it may be a problem when you are a kid or if you have kids and they are addicted to
0: mm-hmm.
1: playing the games Yeah, it's maybe a problem, but I guess but adult persons don't have time to be addicted on video games. Mm -hmm. But from my experience, I guess you can see some addiction because War Thunder make me upset very often and I guess a lot of people have the same are, mm-hmm. are in the same situation where they are upset uh, and they're still come back to play the game so you can see some addiction or because the game is not fun for a long time so what mm-hmm. I guess uh, I was guessing what makes me and the other people still come back to play the game you
0: know Pasht I agree with you past I think that all of us we genuinely enjoyed spending time there. Um, perhaps, you know, perhaps there's a moment in your life too where something will click and you'll feel the way that I feel about it now. I, I genuinely do have a hard time. Um, in fact, yesterday I logged into War Thunder. I don't actually know why. Um, and I was, I said I was going to play one match. Um, and I think I played the F86A5 Saber, right? The first Saber that was ever in the game ever and it was it was the the most boring you know 20 minutes i ever spent just some boring map joining progress random squadrons just bombers everywhere clusterfuck rockets flying shots sparking it it almost reminded me of all the things that i ever hated about the game are now present fully and weird as this sound and this is a question for you but do you think it's good that War Thunder became this bad so that you have less interest in spending time on it. Does that make sense? Uh <laughs> difficult to answer it again. <laughs> I know I'm I'm full of these types of questions because I'm I'm pulling them from the top of my head and that they I'm genuinely curious because obviously you you and I spend a lot of time in this game and um since you're not a content creator there's this element that we can't talk about but we can talk about you know maybe the competitive aspect most importantly in the process of trying to play less quitting trying to get people to not you know get addicted to a thing i perhaps see it as the you know almost a necessary evil you know that obviously is bad for gaijin but i would have i would have had a harder time quitting if the game was still fun to play, right?
1: Uh, I don't think so. Uh, the I don't think that the state of the game uh, is something that uh, makes uh, people uh, less play the the games because you still can go and start another game like you can play League of Legends or something like that uh, I think it's uh, it depends on how our people set up as, as uh, I don't know uh, how to say uh, uh, for example me as a player when I don't care about state of the game uh, if it's fun or if it's not fun uh, um, in, the, in my age, I'd rather go outside and stick with my friends on beer or something like that mm-hmm. and have, have have fun in real. Uh, so even if I have good times in War Thunder and have fun with the guys from Squadron and uh, stuff like that, I still uh, quit the game and go outside. So I think it depends on people how they are set up.
0: Were you going out with your friends in the same quantity as you do now? Because I know a lot of guys that during the time, you know, I'll say my personal example. Uh, when I used to still make a lot of content, I actually hated going out because I would be out with friends, but I would be thinking about playing War Thunder. I'd be thinking about making a video, thinking about recording a commentary. Were you always outgoing? Because you know, there's this, I call it the epidemic of introvertedness, where you know, a lot of guys will say, I'm introverted, not necessarily because they are, but because they want to have an excuse to not have to go out with friends, because that is actually going out of the comfort zone, right? Mm. Uh, I think uh, I was
1: uh, going with my friends uh, even when I started uh, with War Thunder, mm-hmm. meaning it didn't affect my, I don't know how to say, uh, social interactions in their real life. So, uh, but uh, what's positive? Uh, I've met a lot of really good people uh, thanks to Vortander, and we uh, we are uh, visiting each other. We make uh, we are uh, going to beer together, and something like uh, something like that mm-hmm. is something that makes Vartander positive. You can it's
0: like uh how to say? Um, social network. So so these you also hang out with the guys that play the game that you've met through the game, correct? Yeah, yeah. Mm, uh, that yeah, yeah, that that completely changes things. Um obviously I didn't have a lot of people here in in Slovenia that were that were playing. Uh, met a few, we're still in contact with each other maybe once or twice a year, but we live in different cities, so uh, getting that across is a bit difficult, but uh that's actually wonderful. You know, that you you were able to cuz I assume most of these guys you met back when TeamSpeak was still a thing and then we we moved to Discord and um those were really good times, I think. Yeah, the good old times. <laughs> yes, yes, we the, the good old times. Um so Dueling... When did you first become part of dueling? Was there a, a, a person that pulled you in or was it... Because I, even I don't remember how it happened. Just at some point, you're in a custom battle and you're going one v one. And you're like, wait a minute, this is actually kind of fun.
1: I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I even don't know how, I've, how I found the tournament service website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but... Uh, I know that it was me. Uh, Like, that uh, I was trying to play the tournaments and wasn't wasn't good at it. And then uh, I started practicing with, or started to practice with one of my squadron mates. And uh, we were getting better and better. And some... Time after that uh I've met Baron, uh, mm-hmm. he got me into into duels and it was uh in these times uh the uh how to say uh the game mode I played the most mm-hmm. were custom battles.
0: Was it because you didn't in was it because you enjoyed dueling so much or was it because the rest of the game was less fun? uh
1: you don't enjoy when some somebody is beating your ass so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, i knew i uh i will get better so yeah and uh, after some time i was able to keep up with with uh, baron and hmm. to kill him and this was the these were the times that i enjoyed I started to enjoy and like the dueling
0: so. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 uh, now that I play chess I see a, a big similarity which is that with dueling it was this same feeling where when you finally beat somebody um it's it's just so rewarding it's a good feeling knowing that you know you're on the right path and then you just start to get better and better and better and um which which plane was your favorite to duel with? <laughs>
1: all, I the, guess, all the
0: hard questions, huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess it was the MiG fifteen, mm. and they ended the two six two. Interesting, because uh, they were jets, or they are jets. They are still in the game still. So, <laughs> uh, they are they are jets, but they are not uh, that fast that you. Can't uh, do some, uh, or that you, they allow you to to dogfight. Mm-hmm. Meaning there are, there are planes which are very fast, and when you go under some a certain speed, you you can't dogfight, you can't turn. But dogfighting with
0: them was was fun. I agree. MiG fifteen I think was the first plane that I was able to beat Sokolik in. Um, it's it's ironic because I'll never I don't know who your your top three choices be but I know that top three um, English speaking duelists, for me were Baron, um, Uki, and Showtime. So Bodelli, or I used to call him bo Daddy, and then the Russians, if I recall correctly, were Sokolik, Windex, and Botya. I
1: can I can agree with that. Yeah. Right. Like the, and then the top three. After some time. Top three for me?
0: (laughs) No, the top three for me as far as I remember knowing that Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: my choices would be the same as
0: yours. Mm. I mean, there are the guys where if you get a duel with them, you know you're pretty much screwed. Like, you know that you're going to have a battle of your life and then hopefully they have a bad bad first round or second round you can get. you know get a free kill in but they were monsters at what they did and and that's what I personally missed the most was that like all of us know who these these guys are but the community doesn't because it was never you know there was never no ranking system that was and this is what was missing for me was the ability to show to people where we really stand you know Mm -hmm. I Ironically, the reason why I think subconsciously I went for spading everything and unlocking everything rather than trying to be the best at dueling or some other other part of the game was because I realized it was something I could show. You know, because it was actually on the profile. It was it was going to be maybe it was ego related. <laughs> maybe the maybe the <coughs> ego boy needed, um, you know, some kind of stat card to to prove his point. But would you agree that you know? this game could have gone far further far bigger than than what it is if if they put a put a competitive system like that in place where you know I could look you up and and the stats would say hey man you're rank 1000 and the guy you're googling is is rank 2 like there's no way you can say you're better than him because you're way behind
1: yes definitely uh i think the proper esport not these tries, uh, mm-hmm. or I don't know. You can't, you can't even call it eSports, but proper sport, like in the League of Legends and Rocket League, and in FIFA and other mm-hmm. other games, which are really no, uh, known, would also bring new players in in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it would make uh, the really good players like Baron, Botia and
0: uh, other people, uh, uh, it would make them more famous. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, you, you go into a game today, you're going to see special logo for PlayStation players, you'll see a special logo for Xbox players, special logo for, I don't know, We Remote players, I don't know, they've got Android something now, like, they did everything in their power to make sure that all the people that started playing yesterday were unique and, stand. you know, they were standing out in some way, but no one ever did anything for the veterans. I think the only thing that we ever got was those titles for, like, the anniversary thing, you know, and then you have, I know Napalm was doing the thing where he was, like, he has this logged into the game consecutively for like five years or whatever Um, when I think what he would care more about is something that would genuinely make people know that he's a veteran rather than just a title that says veteran right Uh. you you mentioned other games and there's a question I ask everybody because I'm genuinely curious and that is what's your favorite game of all time and why? And I'd like you to answer with a single-player game as well as a multiplayer game. Because I think the multiplayer game, I know the answer, but the single-player one is one is always different with people. We all have very different tastes. And usually it's a game from your early childhood that that stood there and and has a a place. So I don't have to answer the multiplayer game, right? (laughs)
1: Yes. Uh, But... Yeah, and after some time, uh I think my answer will differ from uh, from the one today because it will definitely be the F1. Mhm.
0: That's a very interesting answer. And you uh, you like playing it in uh, like time trial or is it actually racing against the uh, the AI or uh I'm
1: practicing in the offline modes, mm-hmm. I mean the the temp trial and uh, against the AI, mm-hmm. but it's only because it's only uh, practice for the uh, for the e-sport races or the local esports. Mm-hmm. It's like semi-pro esports.
0: And you play with with uh, you got the wheel, right? You mentioned that you purchased it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm still the pleb having to be on a PlayStation Four controller. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's yeah, F one definitely a very very interesting game. Uh, I wouldn't choose it as my single player game of choice, being more uh, more of a, how do you say, MMORPG oriented person. But see, that's to each their own, is what what they say. And you know, everybody's got their little thing that interests them and and, and pulls them in. I think F1 is a very, very wonderful answer and a unique one. I don't think anybody else is going to pick it. Would you, other than obviously the people you've met through War Thunder, um, how have you found it influencing the other bits of your life, like your your relationships, um, dating perhaps, uh, even job interviews? I know it sounds a bit weird, but because I think everything we do for a long extended period of time and you become good at it, and you were one of the best in Waltham there. What did you learn from it? Like that you have realized at some point you're also using in daily life? Hmm.
1: I think uh, uh, it's not directly something about Fire Thunder, but it's the ability to, uh, or when you know when you are doing something for a long time, Mm-hmm. and you uh, and you are trying to do, to be best at it, you will be best at it. If you will do it for a cer- certain time.
0: So the the realization that you know you can do it regardless of what it is, like a new challenge, you know that if you put your head to it, you've done it before, you'll do it again.
1: Yes, yes. When... When you do something, you practice it. Uh, you will be the best at it if you have the will to to do it. Mm-hmm. That, that's the something which War Thunder
0: learned me. Yeah. Any regrets in terms of War Thunder? Anything that you did in the game that you think you you just you wish you didn't?
1: <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to say that I regret I even started playing. So. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, uh, the, the amount of time I, I, I've spent in it is insane. So, but I don't know. Uh, have you, have you I've,
0: calculated the hours? You know how much it was?
1: Uh, no, no. But I've, as I remember, I have something around 80 days in the fighter alone.
0: Oh my God. 80 days in the fight. I have to do the quick math here because I'm genuinely curious. Eighty days in a fighter alone—that would be, yeah, that's just two thousand hours in a in a fighter. So, damn, and that's you know this disregarding the lobby times and all the time you spend chatting and thinking and
1: yeah, that's just in in game time. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think that's the same amount of hours you work in a year, if I'm not mistaken, roughly thereabouts. <laughs> I think it's something like that. If you went, to, if you had a full time job, eight hours. Five times a week, I think that's that's what it comes out to. Similar, in, in, <laughs> uh, I don't want to uh, to know it. <laughs> yes, we do. We do like to blind ourselves a little bit with that. But uh, no, I, I think you give a very very good answer there. You know that it, that that it gives you that maybe some of the problem solving you've seen, maybe you know the, the critical thinking um, from from playing really overcoming some of the difficulties because. It's not an easy game, right? It's not, it's not a, you know, not a simple yeah. clicker, cookie clicker, like, you know, I'm not saying <laughs> Minecraft is easy, but it's, I think figuratively, it's the the sort of introductory level, right? When you start playing the game and you want to go to realistic battles and you want to start doing good, there's a huge mountain to climb, right?
1: Yep, and you also need to account with that. Uh when we started playing to play the game Mm -hmm. uh, it was much easier to to get into game than uh, or if you compare it to uh, how it's today it's much harder to start playing the game today Mm -hmm. for the new players so because there are so many new mechanics in the game so many new vehicle and there's so many OG players, which are on the low BRs that I can't imagine uh, I would start playing the game these days.
0: I think it's it's an interesting catch-22 where the old players are running to low tiers because it's the only ones that haven't been completely ruined and the new player is essentially forced, because he's getting seal club, to skip to the top tier and... It creates this, this weird, weird gap, you know. I was going to ask you how much... I I don't think you have the number, but uh, roughly how much money do you think you've spent on the game, assuming that you didn't play it free-to-play all the time, because then you wouldn't have gotten to the top, right? Because you have to grind to get somewhere. But I think the game became way harder, but at the same time more accessible when it comes to like, you know, you can just buy your way into Jets now, whereas beforehand you couldn't. There was this attitude like you still have to grind, you still have to actually play the game, get better, get good enough to deserve getting into those tiers.
1: Yeah, uh, I would be... Or my opinion is that uh, the option to... Or the ability to buy... Uh, top tier jets mm-hmm. which you can basically, basically can because there are premium jets on 7 on rank 7 and they are almost the same like the uh, rank 8 so mm-hmm. doesn't matter if they say that there are no top tier jets they are basically, basically top tier but uh, the ability to, to buy these jets or tanks is it's bad it's bad uh, my opinion is, like, it It can be in the game, you can have the uh, rank 7 premium jet, but what I will do is that you have to have rank 6 planes in the regular tech tree. Mm. And then you can buy the uh, rank 7 premium jets. That would be awesome, because you uh, uh, will have a premium plane to... Uh, research the top tier planes yes and you also have the experience to know how to play the, with, with the plane. so mm. but uh, money comes first so
0: <laughs> unfortunately yeah money comes first and that that I think might be Gaijin's biggest mistake they've ever made yeah mm. yeah I've got one final question and that is if you could change one thing about the game what would it be? other than guys themselves (laughs) (laughs) I don't know (laughs) you can answer very very egotistically obviously for me my answer would be that I would would just hit a big red button that would change the game back into 1.69 and that's it I'll just play that for the rest of my life (laughs)
1: That, that's that's very good answer <laughs> uh yeah, there's a lot of things which need need to change, but what I will do <laughs> is that i I would ban the <laughs> the full rail controls from uh tournament battles mm-hmm. in, in the airplanes
0: so for, for those who don't know this um obviously the the dueling the aspect of going one versus one with a person um a lot of duels tend to have you know a classic duel that's where you know you're converting energy and you any duel video I've ever uploaded on my channel was that but you also get the endless turn fight I think this is what you're referring to right uh, oh uh. like, wasn't there an issue where you'd have two dudes just circling around but the person with full real controls would get an edge in the turn fight or because I could be mistaken, yes, yes. Or, or is it that uh, is it full ring controls also help with the regular dueling?
1: link? Yes, uh, it helps everywhere. Oh my god! Like, I've I was able to because I was one one of the players who hated it, mm-hmm. and uh, I denied to learn it. But then, then there was uh, the the rankings challenge, mm-hmm. the the racket uh, system in. Uh, under with the one we want, wings of prey and something for tanks etc and uh, yeah I I've got into top 50 but uh, the way to get into uh, into top 50 players was insane because uh, I've met some no name players which I even didn't know and they they were turning very fast like uh their trajectories or uh movement was was bad but when we got into into circle I was without chance because mm. they, they were using the the same controls so and uh yeah the dueling when you when people from dueling community place or are in the match against each, each other it's good but it's not good when regular player joins the tournament who don't know mm-hmm. about this and he's totally of
0: chance so yeah it gives them a very unfair advantage but do you think some of those players might have been smurfs where you have a guy you know create another account like the way I had the green doom and then because you also yeah. want to win something there
1: yes I, I think there's a lot of Smurfs in the tournaments in the in, or in the rankings challenge, mm. which uh, was a few weeks ago, but also in the game. You, you play squadron battles and there are players who have six accounts just to gain uh, points you know, for the squadron to get higher in the leaderboards. So.
0: That's unfortunate to see that. I mean, mm. my approach to... I don't want to call it cheating. In this case, it's more of an exploit, but because on my approach was always ignore them. But you know, a cheater in a regular game, I think you can still beat them. I think the reason they're cheating is because they're bad. But in this case, with dueling, it is it is precision. And with all the server instability, the lag, the latency, the ping, the sparks that I personally encountered, you know, where a person shoots you and hits you even though the bullets are nowhere close. um this is a prolonged problem that's been in the game for <laughs> literally 10 years now, and they still haven't done anything about it.
1: Yes, and that's the that's the reason why, why you can't have normal esports in World Thunder, because there are so many aspects which are, I wouldn't say unfair or something like that, mm-hmm. but you don't have these aspect, aspects in other games, meaning the the hits like uh, you when you hit airplane into into wing or into wingtip and in one situation uh, the wings or the wing broke and in other situation it don't so that's the that's the aspect with the damage models that makes the makes war thunder
0: unable to have esports. It's very inconsistent. Yeah, yeah, and they will they will say that's not a bug; it's a feature because it's you know it's how it works in life. But um, that's I I don't know, man. It, it always brings me back to one point six nine with the rockets. Thinking I want to know that if that rocket that I fired from a kilometre away hits in a certain spot, that it's going to be a guaranteed, you know, kill. Because otherwise, it takes away from the accuracy. Like I don't know how much you play tanks, but it's knowing that you've aimed at the right spot where the driver is or the ammo rack is or the 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 gunner, and then it doesn't do the damage, yeah, that happens once, fine, but if it keeps repeating, you've got a one a very angry player that's ready to give negative reviews on Steam,
1: yes, yes, uh, or situation where you shoot a ammo rack and nothing happens, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh and if you also count with the economic situation in Thunder mm-hmm. and the changes they wanted to, or they were willing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh you have plenty a lot a lot of uh, or a lot of upset players. So yeah. Uh, and the community
0: starts blowing up.
1: Uh it was nice to uh, it was nice to see how the whole community or a lot of players were sticking together for some reason.
0: I think Waltham players only ever stick together when it comes to hating on stuff. You know, Reddit was very quick to come together when I said something offensive in a the video. They were very, very quick to just march in unison. But that's, I think that's a story for a different day because we are blowing through time here and I want to actually give you the opportunity for the end of of this podcast to ask me a question anything whatsoever that's on your mind (laughs) anything can be personal offense I don't I really don't care anything that. I don't know (laughs) I don't know but
1: I think mm, uh, maybe I will ask if but uh, yeah, uh, do you regret that you almost stopped playing the War Thunder?
0: That almost stopped did that I did I started in the first place. I don't know if you stopped. Well, uh, I've, I've stopped. I've, I've, I have, yeah? yes, I think I do log in maybe about once every three or four months just to look at the lobby and think, oh, yeah, still the same thing. Um, I haven't actually played the game with the intention of playing in I want to say three years Um, there's always a part of me that wants to just record a video like all times not so much for the people even though I know they will enjoy it but for myself I I do miss doing that Um, but my regret I think the only regret I really have is that in high school when I could have and should have been running around from one party to another uh, where I should have had more fun with, with women you know, one example where I should have been more relaxed um, that I was overthinking things that I was always trying to focus on this YouTube as if it's you know some kind of career um, and yet I do live a life where I try to think of everything sort of happen to the reason and one of the reasons is that I got to build my English, I got to meet all of you people, I got to, I get to now sit here and have a conversation and, and see how you've also changed and and um, taken your, your direction to a different, different aspect and I think that's the beauty of it. And so I think ultimately both of us are probably going to agree that there aren't really no regrets. You know, we didn't ruin our lives playing War Thunder, if anything we just make it more unique, more custom for us. You know, some people play League of Legends 24-7. Others others are addicted to drugs. You know, third are just geeks in school focusing on, on their degree and they're missing out on, on aspects of life too. Um, so really my only regret is just the very, very beginnings. Just maybe having been a little bit too hard on myself and too hard on War Thunder. And that also played an, uh, a detrimental role in in how much drama I had because I had to build a character but ultimately without the Orange Doom, without Ego Boy, I don't think I'd be sitting here comfortable, confident, and happy. You know. So hopefully that answers your question.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Uh I just want to say that Yeah, maybe that uh You're you're definitely right. And uh what I want to say is that Maybe you regret playing the game at that moment or when you stop or something mm-hmm. like that, but if you look back, you always find the positives,
0: yeah, yeah, there's you know I'm built as I don't know how you are i've I've speak to all my friends about this, but I don't remember the bad things if it's a relationship that, you know, ended really badly, I'll still remember all the good bits. I'll I'll remember all the happy memories. My childhood, I remember all the good things. I just, I don't know if that's, you know, if I need a psychiatrist that's going to tell me that, you know, it's not good to put all the bad things away, but I think life is too short, too precious, too beautiful to focus on the stuff that's bad. So I'll focus on what's bad today, and I'll say it, and I'll rant about it, and I'll cry about it, and I'll get angry about it, but then Tomorrow, I'll forget about it. I'll just move on. And Waltham, the perhaps, was one of those things that I was ranting on for too long. All of us, perhaps, are stuck in this. And um, You know, at the beginning, before we even started recording this podcast, I, I told you the reason why I'm doing these is because I it makes me happy to see people moving away from this game. Not because mm. I hate guys and I'm like, I want people to stop playing your game. No, I'd be way happier if, we would all still be playing the game and, and enjoying it, and if all content creators could have could make a, a good living out of it, and if there was eSports, but that's a utopia, and it's clearly not happening. So I think it's in our best interest that more people stop playing and start living their lives, and I'm convinced that when I speak to you again... You know, maybe in a couple of weeks, maybe in a couple of months, maybe in a couple of years, maybe in decades, maybe when you're 70 years old on some third variant of Discord, we're going to have this conversation. You're going to be like, you know what, I'm so happy that I went for the programming thing and and my IT company is now really big. I've got 15 employees and we're all over Czech Republic. That's the sort of story that I'm trying to to get hold of. You know, as many of these moments, as many of, of these people like yourself that were influenced by War Thunder, by me. And then seeing where you take your life—that's that's what my my curiosity has in store. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> thank you. So I want to thank you for for taking the time for joining me. I'm hundred percent inviting you again. I haven't figured out the actual um, rate at which I will be re-inviting people, but it's. I want these to be sort of revisited, you know. We can we can revisit some of the conversation and perhaps talk about a completely different topic. But this this to me means so much to be able to have you here and and chat a little bit of both and a little bit about F one. You know, next time we're going to talk about women only. You you never know. But hope you had a good time and um, and I'll catch you again very shortly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I thank you too. It was a nice talk.
0: It was a pleasure, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And maybe. Uh, hear each other in mouth via or decade,
0: as you said. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You know, life life goes in, in in different flows, in different directions, at different speeds for all of us. But um, we are certain to to stay in touch.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Thank you, and uh, good night.